by going to the zone, they were less aggressive in terms of driving. We have some built-in, there's two things that we have built in to when we play zone against a team that drives. You have built-in support system, right? And then you have a built-in uh, 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 like extension of your defense, which makes passing lanes seem not quite as available, just if you have length. Um, you know, Zach does a great job over the top. Colin's great in the middle. Um, you know, Josh did a really good job down there at the bottom of it. And you know, when we when we run that lineup, uh, we got pretty good length and size. Talon at six four on one of the wings. So, I thought that I thought the zone moving to the zone was impactful. Josh and Colin both had a big scoring days. Helped you into, I think, five points. What was your overall assessment of how your team you know, kind of played inside today? Yeah, I thought it was great. We, we did a much better job in this game. It was part of our game plan. It was part of our game plan last time, too, so I don't want to make it sound like I'm some sort of genius. but Because uh, Lord knows I'm not. But we did a better job of uh, attacking the ball screen to the roller. And then, and then he had to make some plays. You know, so oftentimes you saw Josh or Colin in particular, or BJ even sometimes, at the, at the top of the free throw line area with the ball, and he had to make a play. And those guys did a good job of finding each other. Um, I think we just did a better job even of getting out of the ball screen and finding the rollers. Um, they, they, they probably got a couple offensive stick backs too, but a lot of it just was the fact that we were making good decisions out of the ball screen and finding guys that were available. Kind of following up a little bit on that, you've been relying a lot on Josh these last couple of weeks. I know you had to rely on him quite a bit with the three seven-footers against Kentucky, and it just seems like he's kind of stepped up to the plate every week. What is it about his game that has just been so steady for you guys when you guys have to be that low in the paint? Um, yeah, Josh has, Josh has been, I, I always use that dreaded C word with Josh, consistency. And I just think in, for young people in general, that's a challenge for probably everybody. But um, he's, he's finding a more consistent way about his game. Um, he knows who he is. He knows, for the most part, what to stick to, what path to follow, where to go, and, um, and, and how to get back on path if he gets off the track. But um, Josh is massive. Um, Josh is a good teammate. He plays hard, doesn't say too much. Not a lot of complaints coming out of his mouth. I respect that. Um, but he's, we've done a good job of finding him. He's gotten rebounds for us. Um, he, he has kind of embraced that being a, a thing that he can do at a very high level, particularly offensive rebounds. And so. Um, and he, like I said, he's massive. So when we go against big bodies, it's nice to have him in there. Or even actually, when we play against smaller guys, it, it, it'll make them force them to make an adjustment. Got two for you, Lamont. Uh, starting with BJ, I noticed he had a lot less minutes than some of the you know, other starters on the floor. I think he only had eight teams and eight in the second half. Uh, what was kind of the decision with that? Uh, just the way I played longer stretches, as I always do. This is not a change in anything that I do. I play longer stretches with the group that's playing the best out there at that particular time. You know, especially on the defensive end, a lot of times I'll make, I'll make some adjustments based on what's happening defensively, typically. Um, sometimes it's offensive driven, but that group was playing better, and so I don't even know the minutes, right? So I don't, I, until you tell me right now that it's 18 minutes, but so uh, as I see guys playing well and then they're fresh, I'm constantly asking guys, and you know you learn the ones that you can trust when they say they're fresh 
Um, I'm asking them constantly, guys that are playing well, getting things done. And then if they're not, then I'll, they'll go back into the normal rotation. And that group was playing well. What did you what did you like seeing from Meech today? Obviously, you know, he had a few threes. I feel like once he got one, it seemed like he started to get a lot more comfortable. Just wondering what you thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Meech's been a, a key offensive weapon for us. Um, and that's not going to change anytime soon. Uh, so the games where he plays well, we're typically in a better position to win the game. And, and, uh, but we saw in the last game he had six rebounds and six assists to no turnovers that when, even when he's not making shots, I think he had one three in that game, that he still is impactful for our team and our team needs him. Um, today he ended up making more. I don't, again, I, don't, I haven't even seen the stat sheet, so I don't know, know what he finished with. I, I know he splashed a couple threes in, but... Um, yeah, he's a he's a big part of what we do, and I just, you know, we're we're so team oriented that it's it's funny for me to come in and talk about guys individually because our whole group is just so centric, team centric. You're uh, you're down ten in the first half, and it looks like they're going to shoot you out of the building uh, with the threes. Um, what what'd you say to your guys at, at that point, and uh, and how did you feel about trying to get the game back under control at that stage? Yeah, I mean. You just remind them this is a basketball game. There's 40 minutes. There's a lot of possessions. There's going to be a lot of possessions in the game. So, you know, you can't overreact, which there was – there may have seemed like a little overreaction. I said that at halftime. A couple of times we did overreact. But we, we do need to overreact on things that we can control, right? Here's the screen. You're supposed to go over it. You went under it. Well, let's overreact to that. So it's the next time we're going to get another opportunity, you go over the screen. That's just a decision that you make. So that's where our overreaction was. I also acknowledge the fact that they made, you know, you can go out there, their best shooter, our best shooter, Steph Curry maybe, maybe not him, he's an extreme, but the best shooter on most college teams, if they just randomly walk onto the court and get 10 wide open threes, eh, seven, I guess. Sometimes they'll make seven. Um, so we didn't want to overreact because they made some shots. Let's Let's press up closer, get a hand up on the guys. They're shooting the ball well, right? We don't have any fouls. Let's play it closer. If, if they go by us, we can pick a foul up. So um, I think that just was, was the message. And you mentioned the unselfishness of this team. I mean, has it gone beyond maybe what you expected, the way these guys share the ball and are always looking for the, the next pass, the next open man, based, just based on the assist-to-basket ratio? Yeah, that's incredible, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's, it's, it, it, we, ha we have an incredible group. We have an incredible group. I, don't, I think I put that out there before. I'm going to double down on it again. We have an incredible group. And when I say that, I mean less about uh, the fact that they have won games. I think that's a byproduct of them being good teammates. I think it's a byproduct of them uh, trusting and believing in what we say, a byproduct of them being unselfish guys by nature, a byproduct of them all really being guys that want to win. Um, but, yeah, I think that's, an, that's probably an extreme to go 16 assists on 16 baskets in the first half and it's 25 for 29 I think at the end of the game right that's that's a little crazy okay I mean you could be the most unselfish team ever and you know a guy gets a steal here and there and just goes coast to coast doesn't he um so anyway yeah I, I mean it makes me happy it makes me happy I love this group of guys they're just a, they're a good group of guys they're fun to be around they're great to be around and clearly, they're unselfish. Lamont, a little bit of a history lesson. It was your fifth straight SEC win. The program's yeah. only done that four other times in its entire history in the league. All four of those times they made the NCAA tournament. Now yeah. that you know that. It's a factual statement. Yeah. Facts. 
I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm not disputing facts. I'm not, in the, I'm not in the business of disputing facts. But, you know, we talk about the NCAA tournament. We're halfway through the league. You know, we're halfway through. It's a goal of ours, um, each and every single guy and everybody around us. So um, we don't shy away from, we're not going to pretend that it's not something out there that we want to do. Uh, it's the most important thing for us, honestly, that we want to do. There's all these other milestones and things that we want to accomplish in terms of developing a program, establishing things. That's my job. These jo guys, it's about this year only, right? And so they want to play in the NCAA tournament, and I want to play whatever role I can to help them uh, experience that. It's an unbelievable experience for a college guy to play in the NCAA tournament. It's unbelievable. And they'll never, ever, forever forget it. So if I can have a small role in that, then I'm going to do anything I can. But they're driven to, to, to try to achieve the goal of playing in the NCAA tournament.